Man, if you have your Bibles, you can open up to the book of Luke, chapter 15. I wanted to share the word of the Lord with you this evening, exhort the church before we move into our time of water baptism. Luke chapter 15, beginning of verse 11. He said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to his citizen of that country, and he said, he sent him into his fields to feed swine, and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, He said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us Eat and be merry, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and he began to be merry. This story is our story. No matter who we are here tonight, no matter our age, no matter where we are from, no matter our social standing, no matter the color of our skin, We're all prodigals until we are home. Father God is the creator. He is the originator of it all. The originator of all things. He is the one who formed creation, who spoke creation into existence. He is the one who created us, male and female. He created us. And in the beginning, we walked with God. In the beginning, we talked with God. In the beginning, we communed with God. In the beginning, we lived with God. But something happened. A fallen angel named Lucifer, we know him as Satan, the devil, was after us. To deceive us. To have us fall. To have us fail to cause us to disobey, to have us sin, to bring separation between God and us, between us and God. 
Genesis 3. In Genesis chapter 3 of the Bible, we clearly read of the fall of mankind. How the devil deceived us into thinking there was more for us outside of the boundaries and borders set by our Heavenly Father. Back to our text this evening, verses 11 to 13. A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. The King James Bible reads, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. What happened? What has separated us from God? What has separated us from God is self-will, self-focus, greed, self-want, disobedience, rebellion, sin. Sin? Yes, sin. We've lied. We've cheated. We've cursed. We've turned to our own way of living. We've given ourselves the lordship of our lives. We've lived self-focused. We've let greed take over. We all have disobeyed. We've lusted. We've hurt others. And the long list goes on. In the story of the prodigal son, there was a day that he came to himself. Verses 14 to 20, King James Version. When he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And no man, no man gave him anything to eat. The text reads, And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no longer, am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. The truth tonight is that for some, it takes getting to this point having spent all, and now in desperate want. The J.B. Phillips New Testament, then he came to his senses. He came to his senses. He arose and came to his father, and he said to his father, this here tonight is the gospel message. We've all journeyed in our own rebellion, 
Every single one of us here tonight, we've all sinned. And our only hope of return to God is His goodness, His kindness, His grace, His mercy. His kindness, His grace, and His mercy bringing us to our senses. And there we rise and journey home. There we rise and come to our Father. The road to the Father, the way to the Father, is Jesus Christ. He is our path home. John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Bible clearly declares that God so loved the world, the prodigals, that he gave, he sent his only begotten son to save us, to rescue us, to pay the penalty for sin. He did hang on a cross. He was beaten bloody for the sins of people. He hung on the cross and he died for our sins. He was buried in a tomb and three days later, he rose again. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Jesus is our pathway home. Whoever would believe in Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life can come home. Not all roads lead home, no matter what the world tells us. Not all paths lead home, no matter what the world would sell us. Not all roads lead home. He came to his senses, he arose and came to his father. And the text reads, he arose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him. The father sees us tonight. And had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father, the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. The reality is this. We all have sinned. And we are no longer worthy to be called his sons and daughters. But because of Jesus Christ and our decision to accept him as the only pathway home, we are then found worthy, and we are united with our Father. Our Father sees us and has compassion and runs and falls on our neck. And we confess our wrongdoing. We confess our sin. We repent of all the wrong that we've done, and we take Jesus. We choose to deny ourselves, to take up our cross and follow him. He is not an add-on to our life. He is our life. And there is, we confess, the Father says, bring out the best robe and put it on them and put a ring on their hand 
and sandals on their feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this, my son, my daughter was dead and is alive again. They were lost and now are found. Let's have the worship team return tonight. I want to read out of the message, paraphrase. When he was still a long way off, his father saw him. His heart pounding, he ran out, embraced him, and kissed him. The son started his speech, Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned before you. I don't deserve to be called your son ever again. But the father wasn't listening. He was calling out to the servants, quick, bring a clean set of clothes and dress him. Put the family ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Then get a grain-fed heifer and roast it. We're going to feast. We're going to have a wonderful time. My son is here, given up for dead, and now alive, given up for lost, and now found. Tonight is water baptism. Sons and daughters that have come home are here tonight to make public confession of their faith in Jesus Christ, to declare their love for Jesus Christ, to tell of what He has done for them, how He has turned their life around, to testify of His grace and His mercy and His love and kindness, His faithfulness. They have been reunited with their Father, and this here tonight is part of the festivities. The J.B. Phillips New Testament, hurry, called out his father to the servants, fetched the best clothes and put them on him. Put a ring on his finger and shoes on his feet and get the calf we fatten and kill it and we will have a feast and a celebration for this is my son. I thought he was dead and he's alive again. I thought I had lost him and he's found and they began to get the festivities going. Let's pray tonight. Lord, we thank you for this story. Lord, we thank you for your word, your truth tonight. Lord, we know that your heart is towards us tonight. Lord, that if there are any in this room wasting their substance, prodigal living, riotous living. Lord, we just ask your Holy Spirit to come right now and tug on hearts and knock on hearts. Break down the walls we built inside tonight, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your incredible grace and your incredible mercy. Where would we be without you, Jesus? Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you've saved us. Thank you tonight that we can stand in this place, sit in this place, be in this place tonight as friends and family. Lord, we've gathered here tonight to witness, to witness these festivities, this miraculous moment in time when sons and daughters who have come home publicly declare and confess their faith in you, their love for you. Lord, that they are not turning back not turning back to the old way of living, but they're committed to following you. In Jesus' precious name.